Yeah, I have the I've had the unfortunate pattern of getting with multiple people of this tri-type because I hate myself and um I'm trying to like do the impossible of getting some kind of juice out of a, a corpse that has no <laughs> no sexual instinct or um ability to emote whatsoever. Yeah, I've I've had uh, <laughs> what's that fetish of fucking dead people? Is that- that's me. That, that's that's me, yeah. yes. Um I I enjoy that. Big Hormone Enneagram. Hi, I'm John Lukovic, uh, sexual self-pres for the five-wing 458 Trifix. Hi, I'm David Gray, self-pres sexual 9 with 1974 Trifix. What up, it's Emika. I'm an A-Wing 7, sexual self-pres with 854 fixes. Hi, I'm Nancy. I am a self-pres social 3, wing 4, with a 369 trifix. If you like our podcast, guys, make sure you go like and subscribe us on the Apple Podcast app. And if you really like us, you should definitely leave us a review. Brian and I were talking this morning about how if Trump had just marketed his own mask that said MAGA on the front. Oh my god. We would we would be like basically like New Zealand at this point. Like we would be COVID free. <laughs> it would be great. It would be a completely different America at this point. Everything would be fine. I might start promoting a MAGA mask. Do just. it. Just I don't think it's copyrighted. Just print one out. Yeah. Uh, what was the last one we did? Was it the chat? Bermuda. Oh Bermuda. So we got uh Kyle Kylie flatlined in American Psycho next. All right. American Psycho. Welcome back to Big Hormone Enneagram, the only pro Kanye West 2020 Enneagram <laughs> podcast. Uh, we are continuing our dive into the tri fixes, tri fixations. Uh, and in the last call, which you should listen to before listening to this one, uh, we go into detail about what that means and the distinctions we're using and how the terms that we're using to describe the tri fixations are roast term uh so we stopped last time with three six nine the bermuda triangle and now we're going to three six eight the kyle or the kylie oh why did we pick the kyle (laughs) tell us what a kyle is yeah what is a kyle first of all people that don't know david is asking for himself yeah (laughs) yeah yeah does somebody else want to go for this Um, I mean, I, I don't know anything really about Kyle. That I, I missed that one. All right. So a Kyle is like the stereotype of the Kyle is a guy that drinks a lot of Monster Energy drinks and chews tobacco and punches through walls and kind of like ah uh, yeah. It's the white oh, guy that doesn't I know said how to. Brad. Sort of like a hothead. It's like a hothead who doesn't know how to. He's got very primitive emotions that he uses very aggressively. Yeah. And oh. This, yeah, so he's like the of, aggressive yeah. Chad. Yeah, it's like an aggressive Chad, Chad that but people not don't like cool. as much. Yeah. Yeah. He's not cool. Chat. His his own reactivity. Yeah, uh, it's not cool. It's not cool. Like, whereas the chat is some self control. Mm. The mm. Kyle has very little self control. So the is Kyle it... is the guy that you're afraid is going to roofie your drink at the bar. Oh yeah. God! Is he the yeah. guy with the gun at, at these rallies? Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> pro yeah. gun rally or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'd be the guy waving the gun sideways. Uh, yeah, shit. And, and in all of his tactical stuff. Yes. Yeah. Well, he's he's not like all just the white guy. Like he'll he'll draw from kind of like <clears throat> like black signifiers, black. Oh yeah. And like backwards yeah, hat yeah. and like a big hoodie <laughs> or something. Oh, oh yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Um, but kind of one of the ideas of the Kyle is that he's like, or the Kylie is that they're ready to go off when they're pushed. Don't forget, this is Trump's tri type. This is Trump. Yeah. Oh, is true. it? Yeah. Oh well, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Core eight, three six. Yeah. I was gonna say that that I feel like the the douchebag archetype is probably douchebag. This is douchebag archetype in, in the yeah. sense that <laughs> it's got like the the cockiness, but there's the six adds the sort of needing to prove it, which needing which has it. that has mm-hmm. a chip on their shoulder. Chip on the shoulder. I feel time. like a lot of women that are anti-feminists are this 
try. Ah, try. that's a good one. Well, <laughs> we're really gonna offend some I, people. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. <laughs> this seems like Candace but Owens. If, but yeah, but yeah. I've met a lot of. Well, no, she's a well. Okay, yeah, she could be a three. But <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say she's a little too clean cut, but she could be a three. But three, yeah. I've just met a lot of like women that are you know in Mechanicsville, the country areas of Virginia, that are totally this tri type. Yeah. Well, so I think my brother and my sister are this tri type. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Lovely. You are and Kyle adjacent. <laughs> and Kyle and, and Yeah. I'm the oldest of four. My sister, one of my sisters and my brother and I all have an eight fix. Um mm. and yeah. we would fight constantly. Mm. And like they they were they would not be described in the way that like we're painting the Kyle Kylie archetype. You know, they're not like I'm ready to go for it. Let's throw down. But they are, um, both of them are very, like, like my sister's a three, but she's very reactive for a three. She's very charismatic yeah. and like everybody likes her and whatever. But like if she's comfortable but and, and able to kind of put away the three, she's social three. If the social three needing to be presentable goes down and she's triggered by something, she can be very confrontational. And there's just like a, a lot of push in, with the two reactive types plus the two assertive types. This is, I think, the most competitive tri-type. I can terms see that. Of, I can see like, that. I, like, for example, sports are very competitive. You know, any professional athlete, you have to be really competitive to even be employed, not much else like to be the top. So you look at like um, someone like Michael Jordan, uh, who they just had a documentary about him and the Bulls that a lot of people watched and you just don't, you just realize how fucking psychopathic, psychopathically competitive that human being is. And not just him, but just like most major great athletes are competitive on a level you can't understand. And so three, six, eight is really common for um, a lot of like type three athletes that are on top of their game. Like Mayweather mm-hmm. is another one that's three, six, eight, Michael Jordan. Uh, a lot of fighters have mm-hmm. that combination of six, three and eight. Uh, or just any two of those combinations. It's Mike. It's, Mike Tyson could be that combo. Oh yeah, six. I, I, yeah. I agree yeah. with that too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like my sister is a three, my brother's a six. But what I've seen both of them is that there is like this make a big splash kind of energy, and and there's a lot of like they're they're great people. Like they're not they're not this stereotype. You know, we're roasting people with these archetypes or whatever. Like they're not act. You wouldn't confuse them with what people normally refer to as a Kyle. But where where there's that crossover and why that kind of those terms kind of makes some sense in a humorous way with the with them is like yeah they're they like make a big splash uh, they're like there is a competitive thing in both of them but there's a weird mix of making a big splash like at work for example but also being kind of nervous about like quitting the job or going their own way in some sense does that make sense like yeah 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 like i think part of why they're so competitive is the work ethic is there with three and six yeah mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. a lot of these athletes they or that have three six and eight in combination you always hear like you know hard work hard work and even trump has this you know just worker mentality of just needing to prove it through effort whether he's and, doing it or not it's the, mm-hmm. that the self-image is worker hard worker. Yes. yeah yeah so a lot of these douchebags that you know are <laughs> at clubs with bottle service that you know you start talking to them they want to talk to you about how fucking hard they work all week long they earn this shit yeah you know, blah 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 yeah it's yeah. yeah that three six thing uh behind it is like makes a lot of sense for both my siblings where it's like i'm like you could be conquering the planet and you you spent your time though being sort of devoted to something and working hard for something that I think is kind of dumb, you know. Or I mean, not dumb is too harsh. If they hear this, I'm going to be in trouble. But like, uh, you know, You're already in trouble. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> Throughout like, your some, life, it's something that I think I think that they could do so much. Uh, they could really ha- like yeah, like, use all that energy for something. Use their energy and gifts in a way that's more it's cheesy word, but like self blossoming. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, they're really good at what they do but and like my brother is like a crazy fucking uh like mountain biking and and climbing mountains and all that kind of stuff and he's just like a real good outdoors person for a long time he was working a job that like didn't respect him and didn't treat him well and i was like why don't you just fucking quit like just do something and he finally did but i mean i was it's just that like weirdness of having this intense energy 
but at the same time nervous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then we used to fist fight all the time. And so like, that's kind of Kyle. Like we used to like, like one time he like, he, I, he like opened my door, which is like the worst thing you can do, you know, like before the fives door that you just open up knocking. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, and so I like, I like slammed the door closed, but he puts his foot in the way and uh, I couldn't, so I couldn't close the door. And so then I opened the door and I push him. And so he punches me in the face and chipped my tooth. And Oof. so we just go this fist fight. And like, I had to put my like, <laughs> him in like a headlock and I ran his head through the wall to the drywall. Oh my God. So like whenever there's a, like a destruction of drywall, that's a Kyle. <laughs> there, you, there you go. That's a good marker. Right a there. Kyle is involved. <laughs> yeah, Kyle is involved somewhere with drywall. Yeah. Gets destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. All right. All right. We should move on in case my yeah, siblings are listening should. to this and gonna, <laughs> you know, start another family fight. Three, so five, flatlined. Nine. Flatlined. Why do we call it flatlined? Three five nine flatlined. <laughs> well, like each of these types are bypassing emotional expression. Like nine is apathetic. I don't matter. I don't exist. Five is detaching from their feelings in the moment. And three is bypassing their feelings in the in, in um in lieu of just getting stuff done so um even i think any two of these is enough of a blankness it adds enough of a blankness to someone so when you have the three it feels like a dead zone like there's nothing you're not going to get any sort of uh fluctuations and much of a fluctuation in emotional expression yeah i was gonna say anytime you have a five and a nine together i feel like you could call that flatline (laughs) Already, yeah, alone. Yeah, <laughs> just, just those two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my dad is a five, but he's this tri-type. And so, you know, people listening might go, oh, well, I think I'm that type, but I'm very emotional. And like, so it's not saying that this type can't have emotion or something, but they don't, they really don't express it. And yeah. so it's interesting because my dad is five. He really doesn't seem like an emotional person, but then he like, especially now that he's a little older, uh, can cry very easily when he's touched by something. So it's like, you'll, he just seems like he's kind of sort of checked out and he's always busy. Like five and nine and three are always somehow managed to make themselves busy or focused on something all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when he's not, uh, like at family stuff, he can get kind of sentimental in a weird way. It's like the three's heart and nine heart kind of coming out or something. Yeah, I have the I've had the unfortunate pattern of getting with multiple people of this tri-type because I hate myself and um, I'm trying to like do the impossible of getting some kind of juice out of a, a corpse that has no <laughs> no sexual instinct or um, ability to emote whatsoever. Yeah, I've I've had. Uh, <laughs> What's that fetish of fucking dead people? Is that- that's me. Really? That, that's that's me. Yeah. Yes, um, I I enjoy that. But yeah, it's it's. Um, I think I did a three that had this tri-type and it, it was interesting because it was social three that I had this tri-type and it was just very involved, but very distant in terms of uh, several walls that I feel like just, it was impossible to get through. And I've had some experience with nines that, that have this tri-type and um, <laughs> yeah, that's, it's just the impossible in terms of penetrating, which is really cool for me. And you know. yeah, sexual <laughs> sexual aid is all like, hey, you're gonna respond to me? Are you responding? Hey, is it is it affecting you? Is this energy affecting you? Are you, you, know, are you it's partly and it's partly the masochism, I think. There's a masochism with sexual instinct and oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, not getting like I'm addicted not getting, to not getting. Not getting like, I need yeah. people around me to stop me from killing myself with not getting. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what my friends go. are there for. Just like there you, go. you need to stop this problem that you have. <laughs> Any more to say on that one? I don't know if there were any famous people to cite or anything like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's do, let's not Is forget David Lynch? That. No, he's he's a David tri-type. Oh, uh, right. We, we think 974, yeah. Oh, uh, Facebook guy. What's his face? Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. That's, Zuckerberg. that's a really good example because actually oh, people call terrifying. him a robot. Yeah. People right. call him a robot. Yeah. Is he a five? No, he's a, he's nine. a nine. nine. Oh, wow. He's a terrifying Social nine. nine. Oh, yeah. God. Well, um, that's there's a terrifying nine. There, you three and five is this like machine thing going right. on, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. For some cool examples, Brian Eno, who's one of the that's most uh, interesting or um, five, creative yeah. producers ever of all time, is a five that five wing four that has this tritype. Sting is, I, I think, an example of this. A three, mm-hmm. yes, is three five nine. Yeah. Um, 
FKA Twix for anyone who knows her. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. She's another one. But yeah. Those are What's her main type? She's a nine. I I think initially okay. we thought she might be four, but um, yeah. that was one of the corrections we made a couple years back. All right. We got three five eight American Psycho. Let's so do this one. before we get into what this one is, I have repeatedly seen people on the internet who think that they are some kind of Machiavellian dark triad, you know, anime boss villain character. <laughs> uh, identify as this one. They're usually not this one, but they're like, all right, I'm like the aggressive, assertive, behind the scenes puppet master. That right. must be five and eight and three. And like, you know, there's a lot of talking up their own badassery. By you know, whenever you see someone doing that, because guess what? The most non-Machiavellian thing you could do is to go online and tell people that you are a Machiavellian. <laughs> on, right. and Facebook. Are you kidding me? Exactly. The devil is never going to tell you that he's the devil. Are you like, come on. <laughs> 99% of the people that say they're this are not this because they're coming from 100%. the point of view of, <laughs> okay, I'm not as like useless and you know, in my own imagination or whatever as four, five, eight. So I so must, must be, be three, five, eight. <laughs> yeah. No. Obviously. Yeah. On the list of tri-types, this is uh, the next Chad tri-type, mm-hmm. the one that people want. <laughs> yeah. Usually guys, usually men. Yeah, usually men. Yeah. Yeah, it's always like <laughs> white guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that are a, a lot of Kyles. Too short. A lot of Kyles. A lot of Kyles yeah. <laughs> a lot of short white guys, chody guys. Oh, no. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this this tri-type has very small dick energy. If you identify <laughs> with this, you're telling everyone that you have very small dick. Yeah. Energy. No, this yeah. tri-type doesn't. But the people that think they're this dry type does have small dick. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. What would you guys say about why it's called American Psycho? Well, it's got like that eight energy that's kind of can get a lot done, but it has like the five withdrawnness and the three mask. So it can smile to your face and then slit your throat and then hide your body because it's done enough research to know where your Mm -hmm. body can be hidden. There's sort of a heartlessness on all three of these, Mm -hmm. all three types. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and this type can be very friendly, but it's like, uh, I think people who experience people of this type can feel like, whoa, it's a whole lot of energy coming at me, but it's not very personal. Like, even if it's mm-hmm. friendly, mm-hmm. Uh, you got the eight and the, the three, two aggressive types. And five, <laughs> when it's supported by two aggressive types, can be very out there, you know, can be have mm-hmm. a lot of energy yep. and as a rejection type. So you got two rejection types. So it's like a lot of information and engagement. And here's this, and it's enthusiasm and, and this kind of thing. And there's three's got the enthusiasm, but it can feel like there's not a lot of uh, heart in it. Reptilian is a good word, I think. Right. I think uh, Putin is a good example of this, a core eight. Who's yeah. this? There's a I lot of cool yeah. examples. I, I feel like uh, we've discussed this before, but a lot of fives who end up becoming frontmen of these bands end up having these double assertive yeah. fixes. Like, thinking Tom example, York. Yeah, Tom example, York. Five has, of the four. Yeah, has a three and eight fixes. Bill Gates is an example of a five yep. who's... Doesn't seem like it in interviews when you're watching how kind of Kermit the Frog he can be. He's not flatline. He's he's extremely aggressive. Yeah, when you read about it, if you read about the behind the scenes, he's actually really he's aggressive. a monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. and if you've also heard about Stanley Kubrick behind the scenes, oh, and yeah, what yeah, kind yeah. of a monster he that can be? Yep. Even though you watch him and he does, if, if you watch interviews of him, there's like he feels like a corpse in terms of. There's no sort of emotion, but he is extremely aggressive. Makes um, sense that film directors that are fives would have those f- eight and three fixes. Intense, mm-hmm. imposing vision. Yeah. Yes, yeah. extremely. But it's just also just sort of the psychopathic kind of psychological um, terrorism he would put uh, his actors through just to kind of get them to the point where they would channel through these lines. And um, who else could we say? Uh, oh, Robert Greene, the guy who wrote 48 Laws of Power, Art of Seduction, a lot of these books that people feel are, are psychopathic, um, I believe has these fixes as well. Five, uh, five, three, and eight. And you know what? Christian Bale, the guy who actually uh, played yeah. the American Psycho, is this tri-type. That's, yeah, that, that makes sense. sense. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, he's great. Core three? Yeah, uh, yeah, he's a core yeah, three, but sure. he's also social ass, self, self-press sexual. Yeah, core yeah, three. Okay. Um, Bruce Lee has this tri-type, and he's, mm, yeah, he's that eight wings. Eight wing seven, but he's got five fix and he's also got the three fix self improvement 
coach kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Kobe Bryant has his stripe type. That makes sense. Anyway, that's enough. David's just going to sit in the background and, and uh, tell us so we make sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I'm here for. I'm the philosopher <laughs> of the universe. <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right. Now we're going to a whole other realm with the, the hippie burnout 279. <laughs> oh, Triple man. positive outlook type. It's a jarring switch. Yeah. <laughs> this is, uh, their hip, I mean, hippie is right on because, like, I don't know anybody of this tri type that isn't either kind of like, like hippie if they're more social or kind of like more like uh, saccharine. Is that, am I saying that word right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, like if they've got more like a self-prez homey thing, it's just like so sweet. Yeah, there's just this hippie, loosey kind of like things are going to work out sort of attitude. And uh, I had a yoga teacher that was this and it's just so alien to like how I think that it was sort of great to watch her. She was a core nine and just, oh, had this, you know this, what? Like uh, a yoga teacher would be an alternate name for this. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, she was in her fucking helmet. She was like, all right, I want you to hold your hands to your heart and smile. You know, this oh, kind of God. stuff. And it was like so bad that I loved it. You know, I, uh, I have a ex friend that is this tri-type. I think she was seven or why why x is it because of the tri type uh well possibly i don't we had just had a falling out but uh yeah it was she was so like love the world and la la land it was just it was a little rough the first the first thing she posted about the black lives matter movement is why can't we all just get along oh my god yeah that sounds yeah wow (laughs) these types um can just be so naive but like there's a certain aggression to their naivete yeah. it's like like you have to be naive with me yeah like and and because like two mm. is very imposing without looking like it's imposing and That's so right. is seven and nope. seven's very get what i want and then nine is going to kind of dissociate to hold its own boundary and so this type can seem like really harmless and sweet but they can be kind of uh, like really like reinforcing the positivity and there's no reactive type in it. So it's like, it can feel inauthentic. So I, I've seen people yeah. of this type be typed as a three, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but it's people not understanding like, like how three image issues come up versus other types, because, you know, it's like, there's no, um, no getting around their positivity defenses. I feel like the new age movement is the straight oh, yeah. type. Yeah. And like you know, negative negativity is like the worst really. thing you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like uh, has lower vibrations that literally kill you. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like, you know, the inner work, the overlay, as we've discussed before, the overlay of inner work and self-help um, communities and online, especially is this uh, expectation that everything is moving to a place of greater positivity and growth and that we're all supposed to like, you know, be positive and, and not say anything negative or it's not health. This isn't healthy. Our energy is in stark contrast to this yeah. hippie burnout stuff, and which is what you find a, a lot online with Enneagram groups and so forth. Well, and, and one of the things that's really like they have a lot of dismissive techniques to not deal with things. And so mm-hmm. like if you're negative, like or you go through a negative experience instead of just being with the negative it'll be like you had to have that to learn something you know like yeah (laughs) which i think can be really toxic and everything uh, happens for a reason yeah i hate that saying by the way that's the worst saying and i've seen a lot of people of this tri-type because they'll lack the competency types and they'll lack the reactive types and you know they got nine and two and seven which can all get really buoyant kind of in the clouds it's like they can they'll get into that new age shit where it's like we're actually Pleiadians or from the Pleiades, yeah. you know, like transmissions from higher beings to other things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my Merkaba is taking me to back to our home planet or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's the danger of that's the danger of this tri-type is like you take positivity to a point where it's almost like harmful. Deadly. Yeah. Um, all right. What do we got next? Oh, got just one celebrity oh. example for 279 that I think people might like is Jelf Goldblum. Oh, yeah. sense. Totally. Yeah, <laughs> just there's some saw, al- not allegations, but if you've ever watched any interviews of him, he's kind of like weird, creepy, creepy but it's it's just covered in so much positive goo that 
this is someone who knows <clears throat> that they get away with it all the time. You know, like they would just feel you up and you might feel like it was supposed to happen. There's there's a bunch of clips of him on Conan O'Brien and, you know, he's straight, but he's creeping on Conan. Yeah. It's really funny because Conan's a six. And so just all of his reactions and stuff to Jeff being super sensual and touchy feely. Um, David, you type Goldblum is a core nine, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I came away feeling like he was a core two from those clips because he has no self-censorship around invading Conan's space. He reminds me a lot of some twos I know, like some social twos. And he's got that kind of imagey thing where he's got like a lot of uh, those rings on his finger. And sure. He's got some of that that's his of... stacking too, though. Yeah, social it's sexual. social sexual. Yeah. But it's part of what makes him nine is that if you're watching him, his whole thing that he does feels like a dissociation to me. It's like um, he, and he, he has a hard time finding the words. It's like kind of just all body central he has a routine, if that makes any sense. It's he's going no, around I, in a circle. Yeah. There is a lot of um, apologizing too, like like not literal apologizing, but sort of um, like no, 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 I didn't mean that kind of stuff or or whatever. That fe- that felt more four nine to me. Yeah, I I hear that. I just yeah. I th- I could see that being two though, especially a sure. male two. Like it was just that touchy feely oh sweetness kind. You know that kind of it just, yeah. that's what hit me really strong in this clip. Anyway, next. We have two seven eight smothering oh, jazz hands. Yes, this is my favorite one. Um, not my favorite tri type, but the, one of my f- favorite names. The characters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where did this come from? I got a picture. You know, just jazz hands is kind of a ridiculous picture, first of all, and it's just this picture of someone who's overly cheerful and exuberant, and you know, you you picture like seven two like uh, you know, like the hands and and then the next thing i see is this person is choking you to death at the hospital <laughs> because those two things together is what i think my mother has this tri-type is this person who um is so exuberant and forceful and wants to help you but ends up probably in, unintentionally hurting you or if they do hurt you or mess things up they can't really own the impact of um, what they're doing because of their exuberance and good intentions. And so this is a a forceful personality that is exuberant, but can, because of the eight and the seven together can end up messing things up, but not really owning it. So So, can be like a helper that's really (laughs) self-interested. Yes. Yes. I mean, like we had, uh, for example, we had our resident two, seven, eight on the pod one of the clips that I used for the episode was where she said that she couldn't own any bad intentions that she had, even though she knows they exist. Like that's yeah. just a feature of her personality. And I just, I found that that was interesting. Um, yeah. Sienna, who was on the eight call is mm. this and uh, Sienna, I love you, baby. But uh, <laughs> there's a, so, you know, I know her from high school and uh, there was a time when she was visiting and, you know, she's just, lots of energy and you know the seven the eight and the two all can have this sort of invading your space deal but it's like they're so positive and charming that it's like they kind of get away with it a lot and so uh you know i i used to be even more withdrawn and entered and drained by people you know than i am now and uh like i remember we spent like a day together and i was at uh, Colleen, who was on the seven call, Colleen's house with Sienna. And I was at this point where my, I was like literally shutting down. I was so overwhelmed and overstimulated with people. And, uh, I remember like I, I had something like my head down or I was sitting in a chair, but my head was like down. Like I'm looking totally at my lap because I'm just falling apart energetically. And Sienna goes, John, what's wrong? And she sticks her head like between my head and my lap so that she could like, you know, like looking up, like, and and one of the the, the original uh, names that like I was playing with with this was something about uh, I can't remember something about salivating or something and <laughs> yeah. and and you know like Sienna has this you know like one of her jokes that she salivates a lot and you know there's just this sort of this like the world's like sort of juicy and I'm I'm interested in exploring it and trying it and tasting it and and you know there's just this abundance of energy in all three of those types mm-hmm. yeah for people you know just getting into people's yeah. stuff into people's grill yeah those are spark plugs in each center all three of those yeah uh some celebrities that might be this tight let me Mm. see what i got Uh, 
Mm. Ooh, I think um, Frank Sinatra and Bono are eights. Bono, yeah, Bono, that makes sense. Bono's a big love talking eight. Yes. You know? mm-hmm. What we got next? Stockholm Syndrome 269. <laughs> my favorite, or one of my favorites. Uh-huh. Oh, you'd love Brian then. This, Every useless beast needs Stockholm Syndrome. Stockholm Syndrome was named by uh, someone of this tri-type. So it is yes. you know, a certain it's tiny a savage. Tiny named. savage named this, christened this. And uh, what would you all say about why they're called Stockholm Syndrome? Well, I guess everyone knows the basic definition of Stockholm Syndrome is you befriend your captor. And so there's a quality, <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's a quality about this tri-type. It's sort of uh, designed around, oh, what would you call it? I don't know. Taking um, abuse. <laughs> taking abuse, um, service. Yeah. You know, like you're not, like you're, <clears throat> you're not, <clears throat> I don't know, you're anti self interest, right? So it's, mm-hmm. it's the perfect anti self interest type, which is the perfect captive, right? Oh, yeah. All three are pretty anti self interest. Right. Yeah. That. That's yeah. right. It's a perfect yeah, and- slave. And yeah. <laughs> so, so people with Stockholm syndrome can get caught up in kind of um, maintaining relationships and dynamics that may not necessarily be good for them. But there is this feeling of I need to both both put aside my personal feelings and do what's right or what's good. They got two super ego types with six and two, and then they've got nine, which you know that in itself has like kind of super egoy things to it um, where there's this sense of, I need to sort of suppress or tone down my emotional, external emotional reactions and things like that. And um, you know, the dissociation of nine plus the double attachment of six and nine uh, just makes for somebody that was like, gets very enmeshed in other people. Yeah. That, the other, the other uh, idea I have around this tri-type is empath. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. so and then you take it to Stockholm syndrome. It's like so empathic that even with their captor, they're empathic. Right. Oh, yeah. So they start to get on the side of the. Yeah. Anyway, each each of this, these types are the most self-sacrificial in each center. That's yes. so when, mm-hmm. Whenever you have nine and two in a tri-type, that's or tri-fix. That's enough self-sacrificial stuff right there for someone to, you know, comp- compromise themselves. And when you put two six and nine together it's like 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 david said befriending your enemy and i've seen that pattern happen multiple times like this person fucked up your life and now you're like <laughs> laying out the carpet for them to return you know like that kind of a thing so, <laughs> right. i call it on my website i've got i call them the sacrificial lamb there yeah. you go yeah. yeah big lamb energy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so some of us more selfish sadistic and predatory tri-types uh need our stockholm syndromes to balance this out yeah definitely balance this out is a <laughs> nice way of putting, sheep. putting it syndrome <laughs> <laughs> is just such a good name for this tri-type it's so <laughs> we need punching it, bags in the world it sounds like we're being a little callous with this type but i just love the self-own that that you know cassandra made for this i just love it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Anything else about this or any famous people or whatever? From an impression, from a celebrity impression that people might have who've seen this guy in several movies as a character actor, William H. Macy. Oh, yeah. He plays, uh, he's a six in a lot of movies, and he, I, I believe he has this tri He just he has, it's a, has a very self-sacrificial, pathetic vibe. Just looking at his, <laughs> <laughs> at his face, it just, you don't even have oh. to hear any words. Yeah. William H. Macy, he's been- He's the guy from Shameless. Shameless, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just his face feels that way. Um, it does, yeah. That character in Fargo was probably that same. Exactly. Is why everybody resonated with him on that one. Oh, I yeah. bet the fucking Midwest is full. Oh, tons, of tons, tons, tons. Yeah. Uh, and Bermuda. Yeah. This is this is a Bermuda and Stockholm syndrome. Wow. I think a lot of military people are this, and so it's like literally yeah, leading the lambs into slaughter. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. rough. Yeah. <laughs> oof. It's a big oof. Jeez. I was just gonna say I love my little captor, cap and slave. Your your boy <laughs> is yeah. Stockholm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. How how is a Bermuda in Stockholm? How is that? What's that dynamic? <laughs> we have a lot of. Well, what do you want? Well, is that what you want? What do you want? <laughs> what do you want for? Di- oh, I. Oh, okay, that's fine. We have a lot of that. Do you There's a lot him? going on. Um. 
Not as much as I could, but we're only two years in, so. Can you can you please amp up the torment? <laughs> no thanks. You have a Stockholm syndrome. You gotta you gotta you know you gotta you work. His, his job is where the torment comes from. Uh, yeah. So once he quits, user. once he quits that, then I'll torment him. It'll okay, be great. Good. All right. You have a duty. <laughs> All right. We got our favorite one coming up next. Next up, we got two six eight, and we call this "I Want Her to Fly." You got eight and six, which are two reactive types. If eight and two, which are two rejection types, and then two and six, which are two super ego types. And so this type has a big impact, but they consistently uh, have a hard time seeing their impact because mm-hmm. there's a lot of super ego that interferes with a lot of that expansive eightness. Mm. And so a lot of their eightness gets translated through a more super ego filter like justice or uh, causes or something. There's there's a sort of a way that that eight energy has to be rendered acceptable in some way and often relational because that two going two and six really both have a strong relational component and so mm-hmm. um but we call it i want her to fly because they have a lot of power uh but there's this self-image of not being as powerful as they are or or being on the side of good only yes something? yes yeah, yeah. yeah. The, a lot of that, i mean that eight energy just getting filtered through a lot of super ego stuff. Whereas a lot of times eight is associated with being super individualistic and kind of selfish. Yeah. Um, that expansiveness, it's it's filtered through a super ego point of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my sister has this tri-type and she initially had a hard time identifying with an eight, even though she is. She's an eight-wing nine and just eight descriptions generally are painted not good. And she she has a self image of herself as having good intentions. That she got into healthcare. When we were younger, I thought we were similar. I mean, because we're both eights. And but the older we got, the the more it was pretty clear that we're pretty different because of the direction that she kind of went and what motivated her. And she wants to be involved in making people's lives better. Uh, she gets a lot of fulfillment in working in something that can do that. And I don't. So that's that's a huge <laughs> difference. <laughs> that's a, a huge difference between her and I. Go I ahead. have a friend, um, a really good friend's girlfriend is this type, and she just has a big impact on people. And but often she sees herself in a victim role. Oh yeah, um, that's another part of this, yeah. which is something that you don't normally associate with eight. Yes. Um, so mm-hmm. like on that side, that's like she's willing to and and goes to a victim place fairly quickly for what you'd ex- like the counters, the, the eight energy. And I couldn't tell if she was a six or an eight for a long time. Um, but I do. Le- I lean now towards eight. But on the other side, like this type, I could see them being really good coaches and, and uh, mm-hmm. supports for other people because they've got that engine behind these two service oriented types. A good example of that is I think uh, Dr. Phil is a two. Oh, yeah. This type, yeah, yeah. two eight, with a secondary eight fix, eight and six. Yeah. It's kind of one way to say it also is it's like triple parent, right? Those mm-hmm. are parent parenting mm-hmm. types. Two is mother, eight's father, and, and six is like authority, yada, yada. Yeah. I can't recall if uh, we typed Bill Cosby's this tri-type or not, just to really hmm, piss off anyone be, who's That two sounds fixed. likely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was gonna say two kind of pretty creepy men right there. yeah yeah dr phil and bill cosby <laughs> i feel like dr phil probably kisses his kids on the lips so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah two two energy on men is not something i'm comfortable with just it's yeah. it's really bizarre yeah yeah. But it's just a dichotomy of of that sort of feminine energy because two energy is feminine regardless of the gender. To to see that yes, yeah. uh, coming from a man is is uh, it, you don't expect it. Just like you know, eight energy women that have eight energy tend to be to seem more masculine than than not. So well, it's, um, it's not just the femininity though; it's the the boundary crossing, the, yes. like the liberal mm-hmm. feeling uh, liberty to. Uh, yep. Or like not seeing how other men hold boundaries with each other. Yeah. So you know, willing yes. to like touch and rub your back and stuff like this. And most of the time when men uh, are ignoring boundaries, it's for a sexual purpose. 
And That's so right. when it, when a, when a guy male two is doing that, but it's not sexual, it's, it's, you're like, is this sexual? You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, why are you touching me right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and they'll be like the hand on your stomach and talking in your face kind of touching. Oh, I've yeah, had that. direct experience with that. Oh yeah. You guys I have too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, the only, only man who's ever kissed me on the lips was, was a male two just gave me a peck. Just like, what? You know, yeah, <laughs> it's hilarious. So, so two five nine, we changed the name. Remember? Oh, that's right. That's right. It's uh, um, I think I sent it. It's the spineless uh, saint. Two five nine, spineless, <laughs> spineless saint. Oh yeah, I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> so two five nine, the spineless saint. And so you've got uh, two positive outlook types, two and nine. You got two withdrawn types, five and nine. And you've got um, two rejection types in two and five. And so what you get is somebody that, you know, is relatively conflict avoidant, uh, but they want to be of help or service. And they've got a lot of information to give you. And they've got a lot of good feelings towards you. Um, but they don't want to get too messy or too in the, you know, that withdrawnness keeps them from getting too mm-hmm. involved in a certain way. Um, and so there's this sort of uh, like I like to be removed and good and sort of there's this like saintliness that happens between the mm-hmm. nine and, 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 and like kind of a little bit sage, like guru sage, but like, like a sort of a removed sweetness that they have. I, I think of a monastery. It's almost like creating a, an atmosphere of a sanctuary, but, it, and that's part of the removedness of it is that it's the, it's sort of creating a vibe, but not getting involved. It's creating an environment, so to speak, but not digging in on the personal involvement. If that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. The alternate name before we came up with spineless same is philosopher of the universe. And I, I just, whenever I think of this tri-type or tri-fix, I think of Eckhart Tolle, the I believe he's a five, and so, I think he has this trifix. And I also think of Mr. Rogers, who mm-hmm. for a long time, like people don't know this about him, but he would go to Congress or the Senate and really advocate for children and, and children's teaching, um, different teaching methods for kids that he felt were better. Um, and he got a lot of he got some stuff passed, but he's very kind of removed, but really gentle caring kind of character yeah it's, it is a very gentle combination generally mm-hmm. speaking at least when you don't get really close with them but you know like the the two rejection types they do there's a lot of energy behind that so sometimes yeah. the remoteness can be a little deceiving you know you sort of get beyond a certain level of closeness or whatever and then it's like a lot of energy to deal with in addition um if like five is the main type this is the warmest five the sweetest yes, five true in a very normally negative type and uh if this is like a nine it's like it's like a nine that really wants to help you but like like in an but not do things for you help you but like yeah either yeah for mentorship. <laughs> yeah yeah mentorship is a good way to put it but removed yeah any famous uh examples um let's see besides um eckhart Eckhart, oh, yeah, Toll, yeah. Uh, Mr. Rogers. No, those are, those I are pretty we, good. I, I think we have Einstein here, but I don't know if he's... I, yeah, I, I think he's either he this or, or 953. Yeah, yeah. Jane Goodall, anybody know her? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yep. she's, that's, that's a good a great one, example. actually. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's really good. I mean, that really is the sanctuary vibe right there. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right, next. All right. So for the last, for this call, we have 258. We call it cult classic with an emphasis on cult. This, I think, was the hardest for us One to name. the name for. Yeah. Well, why do we call it cult classic? Anybody want to go for this? Yeah, I, wasn't in, I wasn't in on this. Uh... Yeah, I'm actually interested to hear this description because I don't know. <laughs> so I think it had something to do. Go ahead, John. I think maybe you remember. What I recall is that, you know, you got all three rejection types. Yeah. And so there's this. You know, in rejection, there's a little bit of my my direct needs are either unimportant mm-hmm. or I like I like I being myself. Like I can't just be myself. I have to offer something, mm-hmm. and I offer whatever is the dominant uh, quality yeah. of my center. And so this is type has a lot of energy to give you things, to give you uh, influence or help or whatever. It will do a lot for you. Um, the, you know, the, the two and the eight, of course, it's like a lot of offering energy. Like it can almost get kind of mafia boss feeling. And yeah. then with the five there, you get 
the intellect to back it up and a little bit of private remoteness. So like you don't always mm-hmm. know where they're coming from or what their ultimate aim is. Like they're not, they're, their heart's not on their sleeve. It's like there's something hidden still and mysterious, even if they're very involved with you. And what I think the five really speaks to the, the cultness of this trifix in that what they're offering is not, it's something that's specified and not easy to find. So it's going to mm-hmm. have, it's, it's not going to be like a generalized offering. It's going to be yep. um, mm-hmm. a, a new discovery or a specific discovery. Um, so it's, it's not going to be for everyone, but it's something that a very small select people are going to really appreciate. And they can really have a lot of influence over you too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cult stuff. Right. Yeah, I mean, I like one of the names I've got for them is the abstinent participant. So mm. it's like it's like they're giving you something, but they're not going to participate in what they're giving you. Uh, you know what I mean? They're yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's they're they're giving you these kind of solemn offerings, but it's but they're not you know expecting to participate in it in a way. If that makes sense, they're not going to be involved. Yeah, because they're re- it's triple rejection, right? So, right, like I'm not included in this, but here you go, take it. Mm-hmm. David, you have an ex- you have some experience with this tri- trifix, right? I had a a super intense relationship with a sexual social eight with a seven who was this tri type, and she was incredibly private person, as you might imagine. That's one way, I guess, triple rejection happens, uh, shows up, right? Is mm-hmm. uh, probably the most private person I think you could ever meet. Literally, I mean, um, she was literally living in Siberia at the time, uh, <laughs> teaching English in some obscure. <laughs> Sorry, that town. sounded like a joke. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was literally <laughs> what was happening, and and it was uh, uh, like a torture to even try to meet her um, or even see her face. Um, I mean, we had a we had a relationship where we were talking online just through, you know, t- uh, text messaging for six hours a day and stuff for 10 months. Ow. And anyway, it had there's a quality about it um, just to kind of pull out of the personal a little bit. But it's very sort of devotional. It's you know what I mean, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. It's almost. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what you'd call it, but it's a a certain kind of reverence, but it's also that, again, it's that thing of sort of, I'm not included, I'm automatically rejected, but I'm giving you these offerings. You know, she's actually the person that started everybody doing collages on the old Riso Hudson discussion board. Yeah, Mm -hmm. this is, that's her. Uh, Uh. so, So that led into a lot of that stuff and and that and it was not for the purpose of typing by the way that was just um although people would make observations along those lines but anyway that was that's one of the she was one of the main kickstarters so there's the cult classic right classic right there uh she's the one that started that cult <laughs> so a good celebrity example i i believe is this trifix is uh wilhelm reich mm-hmm. The sexual yeah. social eight, who a lot of people credit for the sexual revolution of the sixties, the things he wrote and all the research he did into sexuality, and and he got in a lot of trouble because um, he crossed a lot of boundaries with his uh, students and or patients. Like he was doing a lot of hands-on treatment of people's sexual dysfunctions and things like that. So he, um, he believed that, uh, like that, basically, and he's not wrong that the personality is reinforced in the body through unconscious but deeply held tension patterns that he called armoring. And he thought that one of the primary mechanisms for dealing with or working through this tension, and, and not just the tension itself, but also regulating the emotional life, which regulates or like gives space to thoughts and thinking and then behavior, was through having really deep orgasm. And he called, he called it uh, organ energy. And he believed that modern people in because of their their whole way their nervous system works and our ignorance around our bodies and our, our weird sexual habits uh, had deeply repressed or minimal orgasm. And so he just like made everybody insane at the time in like the 1950s because he was like, yeah, women should fuck and they should come. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and so like women would come over to to his 
clinic or whatever the fuck and he would have devices and things to give women really deep orgasms so it's like you get in trouble for, i mean this guy did not give a fuck he was just doing this shit and crossing those boundaries with his patients and he eventually was imprisoned for the stuff the organ devices that he created you know i fucking care you know, I wonder if uh, Freud might have been this as a core five with eight mm. and two, possibly. Mm-hmm. That's that's It'd very be, possible. Yeah. Yeah. Similar kind of thing, right? Where everything's about sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And five, it's it's but, it's yeah. sort of like the two thing of wanting to like reading out reading up about William Reich. I just was struck by how much he wanted to be involved in. The betterment of people's function and that, that felt very two-ish for me uh, mm-hmm. from an eight mm-hmm. perspective of like mm-hmm. hands-on i want you to come in and i'm going to help you achieve this deep orgasm that's going to actually unlock something for you psychologically and i and um freud probably is along those same lines for me come yeah. in and come <laughs> come in and come and and i think freud was sexual blind and you know, just an interesting mm-hmm. outlet for his blind spot. It's so because it's like it's it's very there, but it's also very remote in a certain way. Yeah, mm-hmm. integrating sex and like a lot of people that criticize or make jokes about Freud, like you know, Freud has a lot of problems, but like you know, he was like real fucking pioneer in in. I mean, the whole sense of the realm of the unconscious, like people didn't. Oh yeah, think about that shit, and that is so like just that we're run by drives and you know what he the reason he chose sex you know in in theory at least is like because you know your thoughts can get you sexually excited so it was a link between body and mind Mm -hmm. but anyway just like a really interesting example freud just as a person and character and personality and it's and five with uh two and eight are 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 boundary crossers right right you got the remote five but with those fixes it's interesting yeah, they're going to cross your boundaries with some weird shit. That's what they're going to do. <laughs> yeah. I know, I and, know uh, you guys don't like The Office, but I feel like there's a character on The Office that was this type. Uh, we don't <laughs> talk about The Office. On- <laughs> or Harry oh, Potter. sorry. <laughs> the, in the case you ever hand. want to know, it's Robert California. He was the CEO for a while in The Office. And it was, mm. I think he's totally this type. Or portrayed as this type. Is that the guy with the kind of bug eyes? They all kind of have bug eyes. I oh, have okay. no idea. Yeah. <laughs> our listeners who are big fans of The Office will, will I'm sure, know exactly what you're yes. Our listeners who are big fans of The Office should stop listening to this. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Don't Why listen are you... to John. And turn <laughs> off Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of our listeners is a huge Harry Potter fan, so I just want to say. No. <laughs> one. They're not going to be fans for long. <laughs> <laughs> She she listened to one of the podcasts and she came, she hung out with me the next day. She was like, "What the heck? They don't like Harry Potter." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Look, I it's not me. It's just I, I live for that baby. I live for the reaction." <laughs> <laughs> right. Cool. Yeah. All right. So next time, yeah, we've got like eight more, nine more, something. Yeah. Yes. And she can't get all done. All with hey, the uh, ones. All with the ones. Is... If I back it up, is it fat enough? When I throw it back, it's fast enough. If I speed it up, think you handle that. You ain't ready for this work now. Watch me throw it, throw it back, throw it back, throw it back.